You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey guys, so today we are going to be talking about my new reset method that came out of necessity when I was feeling stuck. And that happens to the best of us, even the ones that look like they got there together. It happens. So I created this reset method and I'm super pumped to be talking about this and showing you guys how you can go through this method as well. If you're feeling stuck or when you're ready to reset for a new quarter or reset for a new year, whatever that looks like, but it really did come out of necessity. I created this method to help myself get clarity. And then I was like, you know what? This is really cool. And I'm going to name it something and I'm going to make it an acronym because we're all about our acronyms over here. Um, So I'm going to be honest, I actually created this method on a Saturday when I had no kids or no one at the house and I was having sushi, wine, and Netflix with my whiteboard. Now, those are my favorite Saturdays ever because sometimes I just need to reset. (laughs) So a new digital planner might be coming from this method too. So if that's something that after hearing about this method you would like a digital planner in like your GoodNotes or your iPad or whatever, send us a message if you'd be interested because I am creating something, some kind of workbook of some sort for myself for this because this is something that I would literally go through this method every quarter and every new year and then be able to use it on a daily basis. So just an idea and a thought that I had, but if you would want a reset digital planner after you hear about this method, let us know. Shoot us a message at hello at processforprofit.co. So what does reset stand for? Like I said, we love our acronyms. We got the road to scalability. We have the three P's of productivity, the four P's of profitability. Why not throw in another one with a reset method? (laughs) So reset stands for recalibrate, evaluate, strategize, eliminate, take action. So this is where the planner piece comes in with the take action piece. But we also just did an episode about eliminate to accelerate. So definitely go check that out as well, because I think eliminating things from your business is the key to accelerating growth. But anyway, recalibrate, evaluate, strategize, eliminate, take action. So I want to walk through each of these pieces and kind of what I did in each of these stages and how I got clarity out of this going through this process. Because I think it would be super, super powerful and helpful for you to go through the same process as well. So definitely take notes. Um, and like I said, if you're interested in the planner, let me know because I would love to create one for you. <laughs> so recalibrate. This is all about grounding yourself back into your vision, your mission, your why, your values, your customer avatar, and then also updating them if needed, right? So like for pivoting, for changing, um, whatever that looks like, you have to ground yourself back into that super, super often because that's going to be the decision makers within your business, right? 
so often we are go, 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 and do, 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 and we get out of alignment with what we're even on a mission to do and what our vision for creating the company was for and what our, who our customer avatar is and what our values are because we just get in this wheel, we get caught up in the hamster wheel and we get out of alignment really quickly. So you want to, during this recalibration phase, is really hone in on these very important business building blocks because we want to make sure that you know your definition of success and what you are working towards and what you are trying to create, not what everyone else is doing. Because it's really, it's really difficult, and we've all done this, get caught up in the Instagram reel and see another coach, another consultant, another course creator doing the things that you want to do. And you feel like they're so far ahead of you and that they're having all the success. But one, you don't know what that looks like on the back end. Most of the time we're all crying in a corner with wine anyways. But two, like their definition of success is going to be completely different than yours. So you need to make sure that you're really recalibrating what that means. What does success mean to you? What number revenue goal do you need to hit to hit your goals, not their goals, right? So recalibrating and really grounding back into this really often and making sure we are in alignment with our vision, our mission, our why, our values is really, really important to helping us make better business decisions, make sure that we are doing right things, make sure that we are taking on the right projects, all of that. So we really need to recalibrate often. So that's the first step is in the reset method is recalibrate. So then the second step is evaluate. So during this phase, we're really going to evaluate everything. And this is why this method would work over and over again on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis even, (laughs) Uh, but definitely on like a quarterly basis and a yearly basis because we need to evaluate everything that we're doing to make sure that we're doing the right things. So we want to first reflect and celebrate because I think as high achieving entrepreneurs, we skip this celebration phase way too often, myself included. Because we accomplish a lot as high-achieving entrepreneurs. I mean, there are some times that I do more in a week than people do in like two months because we are so driven to do these things. We have processes and systems in place. We're productive. We're like productivity machines. It's kind of crazy. But we need to reflect and celebrate on what we accomplished. So we need to see what worked in each of the areas of our business, business development, client services, operations, what worked? What what did we love doing? Who did we love working with? Who were our favorite clients? What made us happy? What, and then on the flip side, right? We, we also wanna look at what did we hate? <laughs> what was a time suck? What was an energy suck? What didn't work? Who were our least favorite clients to work with? What can we improve? But we really wanna reflect on everything And we want to celebrate the good things and we want to kind of like relinquish the bad things and be like, okay, cool. I hated that. I'm never doing that again. I did not like working with this person. So I'm not going to work with that type of person anymore. I'm going to put a better process in place to vet my clients, whatever that looks like. We just need to reflect and celebrate. So then the second piece in the evaluation phase is doing kind of a gut check and saying, okay, On a one to 10 scale, how do I feel in these different areas? So some of the different areas you should be looking at is clarity, right? How clear 
do you feel in your business decisions? How clear do you feel in your services, your offerings, your marketing? What does that clarity look like for you on a scale of one to 10? Same thing for your energy, right? Like, are you still energized by your business? Are there things that are sucking that energy away? On a scale of one to 10, how do you feel about your energy inside of your business? Courage. So really showing up and being there and being confident and like being courageous and ready to do things. How do you feel about that on a one to 10 scale? Productivity. That's another one, right? Like how productive do you feel on an, on a regular basis? Like on average, what about your influence? How do you feel about showing up and being live on social media? How do you feel about influencing your community? How do you feel about that? What are your habits? How do you feel about your habits, your personal development, your self-care, your family and friend relationships? Because all of this, like doing this gut check, all of this is going to impact your business and it's going to impact your business decisions, your self-care and your family and friend relationships. That's something that you typically don't look at when you're evaluating your business, but it it affects your business. So why not do a gut check and say, okay, self-care, I am a number three. We're going to have to improve that because I want to improve my business <laughs> or family and friend relationships. I've been working crazy hours and I haven't been taking care of those. So we're going to have to fix those. But if you don't evaluate the one to 10 scale, you're never going to know that, that you need to work on that, right? The next piece of evaluating is evaluating your SMART goals, right? So specific, measurable, actionable goals, making sure that they are actionable and that we can measure them. But you want to visualize the really big scary goals and what you need to do to get there because those big scary goals don't have to be scary if you map out the process to get there and you map out the things that need to happen and what resources you need and what needs to be put in place to get there. Because if you have a plan, all you have to do is follow the plan to get there. You might have to take a couple detours. You might have to change the plan, but if you have a plan, you're going to get to that big goal. And then I want you in the goals piece, I want you to also think about what's the worst thing that will happen if I don't hit the goal. Or what's the worst thing that will happen if I do hit the goal? Because sometimes we get scared of those. I actually did a whole episode about being scared of success at one point, And I struggle with that pretty often. But what happens if you do get there? What's the worst thing that happens if you do get to that big, scary goal? What's the best thing that's going to happen? Is it worth the risk? And then I want you to look at kind of like mapping out those one, three, and five-year vision goals and plans. Like what evaluate what you currently have mapped out for that and see if that's really still in alignment with your vision, your mission, your values, and everything we did in the R phase. I also, during the evaluation, and by the way, the evaluation phase is the longest phase because there's so many areas that you really need to evaluate to make sure that you're moving forward. But the next piece of evaluating is your services and products because you need to make sure your current products, services, and pricing are in alignment with your vision, your mission, and your current customer avatar, right? So we need to make sure that we're evaluating and saying, okay, cool. Here's the services we sold. Here's how many we sold in each area. Here's the different outcomes of these services. This is how many we didn't sell of this specific service. So maybe that's something that people don't need and really just evaluating all of that. And that goes for products too. If you're a product-based business, really evaluating all of those products and services. 
Then you've got your marketing tactics and your marketing audit. How are you marketing? What platforms are you marketing on? What worked? What didn't work? What do you want to try? What did you try that failed so that you don't do that again? How much are you growing on each of the platforms? Which platforms are important to you? Just evaluating your marketing and evaluating all those different areas in your business. And then looking at the numbers and your expense audit, which people normally just skim over. Um, I think we get scared of numbers. And while I get it, and I've been there multiple times, the numbers are your lifeblood of your business. And without them, you can't move forward. So we really need to audit your revenue, audit your expenses, your profit, numbers even down to like your email list size and your Facebook and your Instagram following and your podcast and your conversion rate, all of those numbers that are driving our business. And then looking at your expenses and saying, where can I cut expenses? Do I need to be spending money on all these things? Are these things all getting me to where they need to go? Are they getting me back to that big goal? Because I see a lot of people spending money on things that are things they should, and you can't see me doing quotation marks, but things they should be doing, but they're not actually moving them towards their goal because someone else's goal was to get that thing, right? So where can you cut expenses? And then the last piece of the evaluation phase is your systems audit. So really going through all of your systems What can you cut? What tools can you take out? What softwares can you get rid of? Do you need them all? Are these things helping you get to your goal? Did you just get it because shiny object syndrome and your friend told you you had to? Really auditing your systems because I see a lot of people, one, spending money on systems, two, spending time setting up systems that don't work for them, and three, having multiple systems with data all over the place that doesn't help their business grow. So really doing a systems audit and evaluating that piece. So like I said, the evaluation phase is the biggest because you've got to look at reflecting and celebrating the gut check one to 10 scale, your smart goals, your services, your products, your marketing, your numbers, and your systems. Do you feel like you're spinning your wheels in your business? That you sit down to start your day and before you know it, it's 5 p.m. and the day is over and you just don't know what you accomplished only to do this day in and day out. You're throwing spaghetti at the wall. You have no routines, no strategy, no systems in place, and you're working 17 hours a day. If this is you, you need to check out our free masterclass now. How to work smarter, not harder, and double your revenue will give you the clarity, confidence, strategy, systems, and support to get stuff done without the overwhelm and without working 17 hours a day. Check out our free masterclass now at b.link forward slash training to learn how to work smarter, not harder. So then once you've audited that, you're going to get a lot of clarity. So that evaluation phase is going to give you a lot of clarity, which is amazing because that's what I needed. And then the next step is strategizing. So now that you've gotten that clarity, now you can start mapping out some goals. Now you can start mapping out the things that you are wanting to do based on what you've learned from what you did in the past. So then you can start mapping out your number goals and saying, my revenue, I want it to be this. My list size, I want to get to this. But why, right? Like, why do you want your revenue that way? Make sure it fits in with your vision, your mission, your big picture why. 
I need to get my list size to this. I need to get my Facebook to this size. Like start mapping out those number goals. Then you want to map out changes to products and services. So based on your evaluation, do you need to change your products and services? Based on your evaluation, do you need to make changes to systems? Do you need to make changes to what you're spending money on? Strategizing that out and saying, okay, we're going to cut these three softwares out. I'm going to cancel them by this date. I'm going to map out and save this much money on each of them. I'm going to reallocate that money somewhere else. Strategizing all of that. So that's all kind of the numbers goals and the big picture and the changes to your systems and strategizing that all out and saying, okay, based on what I learned, these are the things that I want to do. Here are my goals. So then you want to also map out your project goals that are going to get you there. So your five, three, and one year plan and kind of those goals that we talked about, you want to start mapping those out and saying, okay, cool. These are some of the big picture five-year things. Here's some of the big picture three-year things. And now the stuff that's happening in the one year, like the stuff that you want to do in one year, now you can start breaking that down into quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four. I talk about how you can't plan your day until you plan your year. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here. You have to strategize your one-year goals and break them down into quarters because then those quarters break down into months, those months break down to weeks, those weeks break down to days, and then you know the action items you should be doing on a daily basis to get you to that one-year goal. So strategize all of that, brain dump all of that. Then after you strategize all of that, we need to do the E in the reset method, which is eliminate. (laughs) I think a lot of people skip this step as well. Um, Like I said, I did a whole episode on eliminate to accelerate. So definitely go check that out. But what can you delete? What can you say no to? What can you stop saying yes to? What can you take out of your plan because it's not needed? What can you take out of your plan and your strategy because it doesn't fit your big picture goal? Eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. Because the more you take out, it allows you to focus on very specific things that are actually going to accelerate you to move forward. And then the last step in the reset method is take action. (laughs) Because all of the recalibration and evaluation and strategy and planning and eliminating mean absolutely nothing if you don't take action on what you've mapped out. So I need you to map out your ideal schedule. What does that look like? I actually have a whole separate Google calendar for my ideal schedule where I map out my BCO buckets. So I have time mapped out how I want to spend my days in business development, client services, and operations. And I map that ideal schedule out because I need to know where I need to be focusing my time in each of those areas and batching my time to make sure that I'm actually being efficient in doing these projects to get me to my big picture goals. That leads into calendar blocking. If you don't do calendar blocking or time blocking at all, you need to start. You need to block out a CEO day every single month. You need to have a planning, a a section of planning time every week. For me, this is every day, every week on Friday. You need to have a block of admin time to do admin work. You need to have time blocks that you're going to be doing client work. 
Because when you do task switching, which is a whole different topic, it decreases your productivity. and doesn't allow you to take action to get to those things because you're all over the place. So we need to make sure we're doing some calendar blocking when we're taking action. We need to look at our reoccurring tasks that happen every single day, week, month, quarter, year. And I look at those in the BCO buckets too. I pretty much do everything in the BCO buckets. So business development, client services, operations, because it's easier to chunk things down in that way and say, okay, cool. Today is a B day. (laughs) So I'm only doing business development things or tomorrow is a client day. I'm only doing client things and I'm going to chunk off an hour to do admin in the morning and I'm going to do all client work the rest of the day. You're a lot more productive when you do that. And then you have to take all of those projects that you've strategized and put them on your calendar into 90-day plans. And then you have to take those 90-day plans and map them out into monthly plans. Because if you don't reverse engineer things and take action on all the strategy, it doesn't do anything. So that was my reset method. Recalibrate evaluate, strategize, eliminate, and take action. Because if we do this and if we hit the reset button every quarter or every month or every year, and we really hone in on what we want, what's working, what's not working, what we're doing, and take action on it, we're actually going to hit those goals. So you have to make sure that you're doing this reset method often and get in the flow of this because it is, I'm telling you, it gave me so much clarity just walking through this and it seems super simple, but when someone puts it in a process that's easy to follow, it just helps you go like step-by-step, check mark, check mark, check mark, done, right? I don't know about you guys, but I love checking boxes off. (laughs) So anyway, I would love to hear if you put this reset method into place in your business, if you already use it, if you're completely confused and lost, let me know. Let's chat. But I would love to hear any feedback you have on the reset method. And like I said, if you're looking for a digital planner for this method, I really am considering creating something and I would love to put this together for you guys because I'm putting it together for myself anyways. So let me know. Send us a message at hello at processforprofit.co. Thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next time.